it's time for another edition of Mets Musings. Hi, this is Ron Darling. Uh, this is Skip Lockwood. Hi, I'm Ron Swoboda of the 69 New York Mets, and you're listening to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. Hello and welcome to another edition of Mets Musings. Well, I hope everybody had a great week out there. Better than the Mets did. The Mets jetted out to the West Coast, and it took them a few days to get over their jet lag. Lost the first two games to the L.A. Dodgers and bounced back in Game 3 and Game 4 to get a split of that series. Unfortunately, they weren't done on the West Coast. They had to go to San Diego and got off to a good start there taking Game 1, but the next two games, they got thrashed. I mean thrashed. They did not play good ball. The offense disappeared. The pitching was so-so until a bad inning. Uh, And uh, one bad inning, you know, that's all you need. And uh, forget last night, Chris Bassett did not have it again. He has struggled lately and uh, could be a little disconcerting, but... um, We'll see where this leads. They still have three games left on the West Coast as they head to Anaheim to play the Los Angeles Angels at Anaheim, whatever, Los Angeles at Anaheim Angels, whatever they're calling themselves. So uh, uh, we'll see if the Mets can rebound, take two out of three, They need to take two out of three to get a 500 road trip out west. It is a possibility. The the Angels have played terrible of late. They lost at least 12 in a row. I'm not sure if they lost last night. Didn't check that. Uh, And uh, it cost their manager Joe Madden his job. So we will see a team with a interim manager and whether or not they are fired up to go will be another question. Let's just take a quick look and see here uh, what the Angels did, if anything. Uh, Yeah, they lost again. So I guess that's like the last 13 or so that they've lost in a row. And, uh, boy, uh, they at one point were off to a decent start. We're in first place. And then it seemed once they fell out of first place, they just seemed to fall apart. So, uh, you know, as I said, it cost the manager their job. Joe Madden is uh, been fired by the Angels. Phil Nevin will take over has taken over as the interim manager and has not fared well so far unlike the philadelphia phillies um that fired their manager joe girardi and 
interim manager Rob Thompson has been successful. I think he's five and zero so far. So, while the Phillies have not lost since firing their manager, on the other hand, the Angels have still not won after firing their manager. So it's the crazy world of baseball just continues to go on and on. And people come and people go, and that's that's the way it happens sometimes, you know. Uh, as far as the Mets are concerned, the injuries have started to mount uh, after getting hit by a pitch on Tuesday night. Pete Alonso came out of the game. He got good news after imaging revealed no breaks or fractures. He is day-to-day. That was the latest as of yesterday. We record this on Thursday. Uh, An off day, thank goodness for the Mets. The bullpen needs it. I think the players need it, too, to get their heads straight. Uh, Same thing with Starling Marte, who came out of that same game with a quad issue uh it, it it doesn't really show much on the uh tests that he's had and he felt better yesterday and he has been avoiding the IL as well it looks like he will avoid the IL so um both players day to day that is good news for the Metsies as they will not have to dig in. They did bring up Khalil Lee to, uh, you know, um, uh, to fill a spot on the bullpen, on the, the bench, which he did the other night he played. So they weren't short-handed. They had him. Uh, he may even have been in town on the taxi squad, but um, he came up and played and Probably uh, Adonis Medina, I believe, went down. Uh, if Monte is able to come back, I think uh, that will mean that, uh, you know, Khalil Lee will probably be sent back down. And Medina, w- once they know that, that Monte is okay, and, uh, Al- and, and if Alonzo is okay, we won't see Dom Smith up, up here back. Um, but if Alonzo should go on the IL, it would be my guess that Dom Smith would get the call up to take his place. But you never know. J.D. Davis has been playing first base, been hitting a little bit. The offense, though, disappeared the last two nights. They got shut out the other night, uh, you know, last night 13-2. to I mean, it was just terrible. And uh, starting pitching has struggled a little bit. Walker pitched okay, but he got hit a little bit in the first inning, fell behind. Bassett, same thing, uh, fell behind in the first and then exploded again. uh, He just didn't have it. And, you know, Mets have got to get off to a good start with the pitching. Otherwise, they're in trouble. And uh, speaking of pitching, they should get a nice boost on Friday night as Tyler McGill, yes, Tyler McGill, will be returning to the rotation uh, against the Los Angeles Angels. Mets manager Buck Showalter announced on Wednesday night that McGill, who had a light work day on Wednesday, will get the nod on Friday barring any unforeseen issues arising. And 
nothing have seemed to uh, come about so far. So he uh, apparently is healed and able to come back into game action, which is great for the Mets. Believe me, they could use that. And uh, we still have Scherzer still out. DeGrom, um, Trevor May is still out. McCann is still out. Uh, Jankowski is still out. A lot of guys hurt, and uh, they've been able to weather the storm. Though, they have lost, uh, I think it's three to three and a half games in the standings. The Braves have won seven in a row and are starting, uh, you know, to make their run. And the Mets have got to watch out for that. And over the next 10 games, the Mets do not have easy uh uh, an easy schedule, whereas the Braves do. They're going to be playing a lot of last-place teams. I think they're going to be playing the Nationals and the Pirates, and uh, and the Mets are going to have the Brewers and the Marlins and the Astros. And, uh, you know, none of them are uh, easy. Um, they got to beat the Miami. Miami's but Miami's been playing tough this year. So that's the team they're going to have to really do a number on because uh, Milwaukee's tough. You know, they're leading the Central. Houston's leading the AL West. So, And they're going to play the the, uh, the Mets are going to play the Astros to, in Houston. So it's going to be a tough road to hold, and they got to hang in there, and hopefully, uh, you know, guys will start to drizzle back. They've gotten some insurance. They signed Terrence Gore to a minor league uh, contract. Gore, 31, was on the Atlanta Braves World Series roster throughout the 2021 postseason, appearing in one game without a plate appearance. He played for the Dodgers in 2020 when he appeared in just two games. The uh, 31-year-old has played for the Kansas City Royals, Chicago Cubs, the Dodgers, and the Braves in 102 games over parts of eight seasons since making his major league debut in 2014. So uh, he's been around a little bit, played some major major league ball, and um, the Mets are going with him to... Uh, to... <laughs> To fill a gap, uh, fill in somewhat at in the minor league level, fill slots now that Plummer and Lee is here. And it's just insurance, and um, we'll see how far it goes. All right, let us take a break, and I will be back right after this. Baseball and BBQ, your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. Baseball and BBQ, your place for barbecue recipes, tips, and interviews from the world of barbecue. If you like baseball and if you like barbecue, then tune in to Baseball and BBQ. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BaseballTalkRadio.com. 
Wouldn't it be great if you could get a Ph.D. in life through baseball? Welcome to Baseball Ph.D., a tour company for your brain. 30 major league teams, 100 places to see. Let's touch them all as we make the road trip of a lifetime. Check out my Facebook group. It's at facebook.com slash Mets Musings. Go check it out. And don't forget to call the hotline. It's 516-619-6341. I'm back. And you know what? We got the bales of hay in the truck. And it's time to hop in it. And go. Right. And on the farm, we have got lots of uh, good news. Francisco Alvarez has been named by ESPN prospect expert kylie mcdaniel as the best prospect in the minors right now mcdaniel spoke with industry sources before narrowing his list of candidates for that honor down to six and along with alvarez that list featured san diego padres shortstop cj abrams detroit's center fielder riley green yankee shortstop anthony volpe toronto blue jays catcher gabriel Moreno and Arizona Diamondbacks center fielder Corbin Carroll. Uh, but he felt, McDaniel did, that because Alvarez is a catcher, one of the toughest positions on the field, that he is the best of the lot. So it's one man's opinion, but, you know, it's nice to hear. And Alvarez continues to tear it up. Uh, for Binghamton as he hit his seventh homer of the year and has really been hitting the ball well again since he had that uh, uh, month-long or so slump that he went into. He started off like hotcakes and then slowed up, just, just froze for a while, didn't do anything, and now he's back hitting again, so he's adjusted nicely to double-A pitching and I don't think we'll see him this year. I, I think that the coaching, um, the catching situation with the New York Mets, the parent club, is, uh, you know, pretty good shape. I mean, uh, yes, McCann is hurt, but Nido and Mazikas has really, they both have really carried the, the ball so far with the pitching staff and, I don't think we'll see any major changes. McCann's got a, you know, a contract, so he's not going anywhere. And and Nito's done a good job backing them up. So I don't think we'll see Alvarez this year. There is a chance, possibly the end of the year, or but I think next year maybe we will see Alvarez at some point. I think he will go to AAA. Probably this year, uh, if he continues to hit on this level, depending, of course, what he does at AAA. If he hits there, then it's just one step away to the majors. But I don't think we'll see him this year. Um, as I said, the catching has gotten by 
even without uh, uh, McCann right now, uh, they've held it together. So it, it's not been awful. Hasn't been great by any means, but it hasn't been awful. And Carson Seymour has made three starts since joining the Brooklyn Cyclones. After his promotion from St. Lucie, he hasn't allowed more than two earned runs in each of those starts. Despite this, Seymour is now 0-3 with the Cyclones as the Brooklyn Bats seem to go silent every time he pitches. And Brooklyn is having a very difficult time this year with offense. It's just not hitting, folks. The Cyclones are not hitting at all, and uh, it's kind of a shame. But um, their offense has been very quiet, but they've been getting some good pitching from Carson Seymour, among other uh, prospects. So that's a you know that's what the Mets are looking for. That's what the scouts look for. That that they are pitching well. He can't help all aspects of the game. That's that's all there is to it. And Carlos Dominguez continues to tear the cover off the ball in St. Lucie as he ripped his organizational leading 12th home run of the season the other night, last night as a matter of fact. And 19-year-old Junior Tillen has been surging in June with three hits, including a double and RBI in last night's game. Tillen is now hitting 571 in four games in the month of June. So uh, St. Lucie getting some offensive uh, surges. The Cyclones could use some of that offense. Maybe they'll move those guys up or one, one of those two up to the Cyclones. We'll wait and see how that goes. Syracuse is 19-36. and 36. 15 and a half games back in last place in their division. Binghamton is 20 and 32, 13 and a half games back in in last place in their division. Brooklyn is 22 and 29, slipping uh slightly down as uh, they are now in fourth place, 13 and a half games back in their division. And uh, St. Lucie finally is still in first place, seven and a half games up, and they are 35 and 17. And the bright spot of the Mets farm system. Right now, they are the gems uh, of the system. But, uh, you know, hopefully the other guys will get it together. And as I've always said, the whole goal is to develop players. And that's why a guy like Carson Seymour, you know, they look at, at what he's doing, giving up two unearned runs and, and and less than that per the games that he's pitched, and yet he's 0-3. They're not going to look at his one loss record. They're going to look at that, the earned run average and uh, – They've got so many stats they look at now, it's ridiculous. But that's what they're looking at. So that is the farm report for this week. So let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and wrap up this week's show. (laughs) 
516-619-6341. That is the comment voicemail hotline if you'd like to be a part of the show and uh, drop us a line leave us a comment or a voicemail question anything at all call that number 516-619-6341 or go to metsmusings.com and click on that widget in the middle of the screen and that's a speak pipe and you can leave a voicemail right through your computer through your computer's microphone or if you prefer to do things the old-fashioned way, send us an email at metsmusings at gmail.com. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash groups slash metsmusings. And uh, if you'd uh, like to help out the show, check out our Patreon page. Check out the campaign at patreon.com slash metsmusings. Okay, and we're back and taking a look at the schedule. As I said before, the Mets have three with the Los Angeles Angels. Then they're off Monday, the, uh, what is it, the 13th, and they fly back to New York where they will have a six-game homestand, three with the Brewers, three with the Marlins, and uh, we will be back on next week to report on that series, or at least partial of the uh, uh, the Brewers series, because uh, we record Wednesday or Thursday evening, so um, they will still have games left to play. But we'll probably talk about the Miami series next week. So, until then, I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you'll tune in again next time. And don't forget, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the like button and the subscribe button. The people at uh, YouTube like it, and so do I. It uh, helps you know when a new edition of Mets Musings is coming out, and... Uh, and it helps us to expand our audience. Same thing if you're listening to the audio version. Please hit the subscribe button. And again, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Prime, um, just, uh, I don't know, wherever you're listening, if you hit the subscribe button, you'll always be in the know when another edition of Mets Musings comes out. So, you know, uh, that's a good thing to know, I think. I don't know. I'm just saying that. Anyway, have a great week, everybody. And remember to keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go, Mets. And I'll see you next time on another edition of Mets Musings.